or is it uh, cooling now? Or is it both, warming and cooling? <clears throat> Whatever the government says, I believe them. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, the very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Well, amen to that, JFK. Amen to that. Uh, Society of Secret uh, Oaths and Secret, uh, well, Secrets. Well, I had to do a secret handshake to get into the studio today. (laughs) Did you? (laughs) We just call it national security. There you go. It's a national security. You're not allowed to know. Um, Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. So happy to have you. Make sure uh, that you get to the website, katedalyradio.com, and then make sure uh, all the podcasts are there. So podcasts come from the live show, and uh, those usually go up every day or every other day. And make sure you're sharing those and listening to those, uh, commenting on those. You can email me, kate at katedalyradio.com. And uh, this is a show where we try to tackle all the big issues, and I'm I'm super happy to be here. Also, just want to mention, go to Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature is a fantastic supplement. Um, I I'm loving this. You can even double up on it. And I'm telling you, I was watching a show last night about health. I am so happy I'm taking a supplement, uh, 10, 11 uh, uh, servings of fruits and vegetables every day, a very clean product, nothing else in it. It is amazing. Balance of nature. You can get 35% off. Just go to use the, when you go to check out, use the word Kate, K-A-T-E. And because you listen to the show, it'll get you 35% off. It's already affordable, but this just makes it even more affordable. I mean, it's just fantastic. And you know what? It's Awesome. I'm loving it. Okay. Uh, we have, I have John the Wheelman with me. Hello. How are you? I'm so happy you're joining me today. And uh, it's going to be a fun one today. And we also have Alex Newman. Alex Newman is one of my favorite journalists. He knows this. And, uh, and I love his work. And so, uh, Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Kate. It's always a pleasure. You bet. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I got you and Dr. Duke Pesta in this hour. I mean, my gosh, talk about an mm-hmm. hour of the show. Wow. Um, uh, tell people how they can find your work, too. Well, thank you, Kate. Uh, the best place is at thenewamerican.com, or if you subscribe to the print magazine, which you should, uh, you'll get exclusive content in there that we don't put online. Oh, I know. It's an awesome magazine, by the way. In fact, I had somebody in studio the other day, because that magazine comes here, so whoever did that for me, thank you, because somebody did that for me. And when it comes, and, w- and this guest uh, the other day was like, oh my gosh, this is good. I'm like, I know. I know it has great, great investigative uh, journalism um, that you can trust, and so I really like that. Alex, I-, I asked you to come on the show. I wanted you to talk about Brexit. Um, we haven't talked about that this week. Uh, Brexit and China, if you want to hit on even both, you can. I just uh, want to hear from you on global events, what's going on. Yeah, well, thank you for the opportunity to come on, Kate. And I think what's happening with Brexit is um, something that's actually a global phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Right? You have the people are sick and tired of being bossed around by globalist elites, by the deep state. Uh, when they try to use the political system to shake off this tyranny, uh, they find themselves being blocked and stymied at every possible opportunity. And so we're seeing the same thing with Brexit now that we've been seeing for years. You know, more people voted leave the European Union to secede from the European Union than have ever voted for anything in all of British history, and yet uh, the ruling class of Britain continues to do anything and everything possible to try to block that effort, 
Mm-hmm. And so uh, we just had some more big developments. Uh, Boris Johnson, who, uh, you know, by all accounts uh, is said to be the real deal. Uh, he really mm-hmm. does want to get out of the EU, and he's been on this bandwagon for a while now. But uh, now he has just been blocked in Parliament. A number of uh, members of his own political party defected, and so they've now tied his hands. They passed uh, legislation saying that there cannot be a, a no-deal Brexit, which means that uh, if the uh, British negotiators can't come up with an acceptable agreement uh, for the European Union, then they're stuck. And so now the European Union knows, hey, we can just make all kinds of unreasonable demands, and they can never leave if we don't agree. <laughs> oh so uh, they are they are backed into a corner now. It's shameful, and uh, the British elites ought to be ashamed of themselves. I think this will come back to haunt them. Wow. So what happens? I mean, what what if you had to look in your crystal ball that I know you don't have? What what does this look like? I mean, and what are, and what should the world be uh, taking in and and noticing with this and and uh, understanding about this? Because everything usually affects us down the road. Too. It does. Yeah. And, and this is symptomatic of something as I mentioned that's happening all over the world. Right. The people, by and large, if you ask them, do not want to be ruled by unaccountable elites. And they've mm-hmm. tried to express this in multiple ways, whether that be at the ballot box or through demonstrations. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw the same thing in Hong Kong now. No, we don't want to be ruled by mass murdering Chinese communists um, who will be able to extradite us whenever they feel like it and so on. And so what happens? Typically, the elites just try to steamroller over the people. And, uh, you know, the implications of this are huge. We even see it here in America. You know, if you ask the average American, hey, do you believe we should have North American courts and tribunals that will be able to overrule your Congress, your elected representatives, your state legislature? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably 99 out of 100 would tell you, no way, that's crazy. Why right. in the world would we want something like that? And, in fact, Trump ran on that, and yet we still have NAFTA. Yeah. And now Trump is uh, working to pass this USMCA, which will perpetuate these North American tribunals. So, yeah, I think what's happening now is it's coming to a head. It's becoming more and more visible that uh, the elites have an agenda that's totally at odds with the agenda of the common man. Mm -hmm. And uh, it seems like no matter what we try to do about it, uh, we are frustrated. We are are interrupted. We are prohibited from uh, deciding our own destiny. And I have a feeling that this is not going to go over well in Britain, and it's not going to go over well in other countries either. Hey, I've got a question for you. Once the Brexit goes through... Can they reverse the damage that they did with their mandatory immigration? Can England say, hey, hey, hey. I don't think they can. Really? Once they're in, they're in. Yeah, I think it's lost now, the the immigration situation in the Mm. U.K., even if they were to to put a halt now to all immigration. um, The the horse is out of the barn, so to speak. Uh, Brits are now a minority in their own capital city. British people are literally a minority in their own capital city, one of the biggest cities uh, certainly of Europe and, and uh, mm-hmm. almost of the world, right. and uh, they now have a Muslim mayor. You, know, you, you can't mm-hmm. put that genie back in the bar. Where are they going to start deporting uh, British citizens? It, it's yeah. not possible anymore. So, yeah, um, yeah I think it's a, it should be a so, warning sign for Americans because they want to do the same thing here. Right. They want to make uh, Americans, uh, you know, a, a, a footnote mm-hmm. in the running of our own country. We see now people in Congress saying we should have the UN come take over our borders. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the kind of crazy talk that has now moved on from the fringes and is now being promoted 
uh, in the national media and by elected officials in Congress. And if we don't get a handle on it, Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to lose our country. We're going to lose our freedoms just like the Brits have. Yep. And all we have to do is look around locally. If you look around locally, your city really isn't very sovereign anymore. About 50 years ago, it was a sovereign little city that made its own decisions. And now it's under a county umbrella, right? Or a regional umbrella in the area that tells the counties what to do and then tells the cities what to do. Everybody's always on board. We've just extended that and we're watching this play out in Europe in the same way. Country isn't a country anymore. A country is part of a region and that region is ruled. And that's why the UN really likes this regional ruling, these tribunals, this what you're talking about. Because even in the um, treaty, right, Alex, um, it's people are focused on the job aspect, not the aspect of it ruins our sovereignty. It actually it actually kicks sovereignty out the window because then we are under a very big, vast umbrella of the UN. Other people make our decisions and it has nothing to do with the laws of this land anymore. Right. Precisely. That's exactly what's happening, Kate. This is a global phenomenon. Mm -hmm. You know, when you start putting all the pieces of the puzzle together, the fake news will never do this for you. But it's not hard to connect the dots. This is happening in every region of the world. What would you think are the odds that suddenly Africans, Europeans, North Americans, South mm-hmm. Americans, Southeast Asians all woke up one day and said, you know what, we, we don't really like this whole self-government thing. We don't really need nations anymore. Right. Let's just all have a regional government. But the odds of that are absolutely zero, right? It's ludicrous to believe that. Uh, clearly what has happened here, and the evidence for this is absolutely overwhelming, uh, the elites, the deep mm-hmm. state, if you will, have embarked on a plan to undermine the nation state and to impose regional governments on the road to world government. So in Europe, they have the Mm -hmm. European Union. In Africa, they have the African Union, which, ironically, they put Mugabe in charge of, the genocidal mass-murdering Marxist who just died. Uh, In in Southeast Asia, you have the Association of Southeast Asian Nations. In South America, you have the uh, Union of South American States. Mm -hmm. In North America, we have NAFTA now moving on to the USMCA as a precursor to the North American Union. Same exact process they used in Europe. Putin, of course, is building the Eurasian Union with the former Soviet states, at least the ones that weren't sucked into the European Union. And, uh, you know, this was mm-hmm. all engineered this way. Uh, people have not been clamoring to surrender their sovereignty and their ability to govern themselves. And as we're seeing in Britain right now, no matter how hard the people try to get out, the mm-hmm. elites refuse to accept it. I mean, you can't have sovereign nations in a world run by regional governments on the path to a world government. And so this this situation is going to continue deteriorating, I think, uh, at least until the people get so fed up that there's no way to contain the anger anymore. Amen. Amen to that. I well, we got a clue in as we're watching this. We have lessons to be learning right now, but we're not doing it. We're looking at it like it's over there. It's never going to be here. And we, and we don't even realize what we're ushering in. Any uh, comments on I know we only have like a minute and a half, but any any comments on uh, China? Yeah, well, you know, because we only have a minute and a half, I'll recommend that people go to a search engine, type in the newamerican.com, mm-hmm. China, New World Order, and you'll really get a sense of what's happening. Because, again, the, the fake media will never tell you what's going on. Right. But China is being groomed to play a starring role in the New World Order. Uh, George Soros said they should own the New World Order. Uh, David Rockefeller said back in the 70s that the social experiment in China, which ended up killing something like 100 million people, was the most successful and the most important in human history. So they are preparing Mm -hmm. uh, the mass-murdering dictatorship to run the little New World Order, or at least uh, on the surface of things. And that's completely unacceptable. So we need to expose them. And if you want a sneak preview of what's coming, just check out what happened in Hong Kong over the last few weeks.
Yeah, absolutely. You know, I made this point on Facebook earlier today and I was thinking about it last night, but it seems kind of like a moment to kind of insert this. And what we don't realize that the media, we have, we have a huge problem with our media, of course, and we have programs coming in and they'll never talk about the truth or ask the right questions. And it's what they don't say as much as they say that hurts us. But we don't, what we don't understand is we bit we were all in public education, right? A lot of us in public education, the media is just the adult course of public education. It's the indoctrination that keeps going on and on through the course of your life to tell you what to think instead of how to think. And all, and I don't think we realize that we're still in school, but this is exactly what happens during our entire lifetime. And we have to turn it off and we have to start li- listening to people like you, like Dr. Pesta, like Chris Ann Hall, like all these people that come on the show on a regular basis um, and talk truth. It's that important. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Kate. I, I couldn't agree with you more. The, the fake media is the adult version of the public education. So I'm going to have to borrow that from you because that's brilliant. <laughs> you got and it. That's exactly what's happening. Hey, I already I, I copyrighted We're not that. Free ourselves. <laughs> you oh, did you not copyright it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alex, you're a gem. Well, I'm, you're going to be on the show next Friday, and we're going to talk a little bit more in depth on a couple of these things. Thank you so much. You're the best. Thanks, Alex Newman. Uh, we'll be right back. I'll be right back with Dr. Festa. Don't go anywhere. And John the Wheelman. Oh, honey, that was a great meal. That key lime pie just really hit the spot. I'm going to go lay on the couch now. You kids go help clean up dinner. Sam, that means you, too. I don't want to see you on your phone. Yeah, yeah, I'll get right on it, Dad. Where's the remote? Sam, I'm not going to tell you again. You go help clean up dinner. I know, Dad, but you know St. George Auto Gallery, that place with the Tacoma we're going to go test drive tomorrow? I'm, like, reading all these reviews and their programs and stuff. It's super cool. Sam, you are not getting out of the dishes. I I I know I'll do them, but they have this on-track program if your credit's a little spotty or if, like, you're a first-time buyer, and they can get you approved without needing approval from a bank. It's really cool. Wait, like, what do you mean? Yeah, they have this credit rebuilding tool where if you make on-time payments, they actually reduce your interest rate so your payments get lowered. Too good to be true. I think this program would be perfect for me. You guys wouldn't even have to co-sign. Okay, I want dishes done now. I know, hon, but this is this is important. This could build our son's credit. Check out St. George Auto Gallery on the boulevard and ask about our on-track program. It's time to talk with Matt from Nielsen RV. You guys have a scouting sale going on. What does that mean, Matt? Absolutely, guys. The hunt is here. We've been stocking up all summer long with pre-owned travel trailers, fifth wheels, tent trailers, new, warranty forever. Guys, you can't beat it. Don't be left in the dust. Come in and see us any one of our three locations, St. George under the huge American flag, our Hurricane store, or NielsenRV.com. Happy hunting. Nielsen RV on State Street and Hurricane, off the Bluff Street exit underneath the giant American flag in St. George, or NielsenRV.com. This is the sound of one person walking. This is another. Imagine the sound of more than 5 million footsteps, one for every American living with Alzheimer's disease. Add in the millions more who feel its effects, and think about the impact we can make when we all walk together to put an end to Alzheimer's for good. Join the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's today. Register now at alz.org slash walk. Don't miss the Big Purple Party, the Walk to End Alzheimer's, Saturday, September 14th at Dixie State Trailblazer Stadium. Registration starts at 9 a.m. Want to participate in stock market gains with zero risk? Join Lyle Boss of Boss Financial, Saturday mornings at 9. On St. George News Radio, 1450. Have you been struggling with erectile dysfunction? Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. There is now a breakthrough and long-lasting fix for erectile dysfunction that does not require medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right, no more pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. 
It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, exactly what you need more of if you have ED. With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes, and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000. Good sleep and good health go hand in hand. Get your Z's and life's a breeze. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress, and I want you to be healthy and happy. I'll get you there with a huge Best Mattress Labor Day sale. Here's how. Get a free adjustable base, free pillows, and free sheets when you buy a queen mattress for $5.99 or more. We've got the brands you know and trust. Serta, iComfort, Sealy, Beautyrest, and Stearns and & Foster. Shop now, save big at Best Mattress, home of the sleep easy guarantee let's take a quick quiz would you pay for a product that you could get for 40 to 60 percent less obviously the answer is no that's why wayne and deb started st george ink and toner they're saving you 40 to 60 percent on average by refilling your ink and toner printer cartridges and at st george ink and toner they offer an outstanding warranty on all of their products so stop in today and save money on your ink and toner printer cartridges at st george ink and toner 42 south river road next to tj maxx and planet fitness my name my name is Dr. Terry Sellers. I've been in recovery for 16 years, and I work for Lionsgate Recovery. I just I lost that connection to people. I lost that connection to a higher power. I lost the connection to my family. I'd come home and go lay down because I was high. Well, there's some great parts of sobriety. I mean, my relationship with my family is a lot better. I've been there. I know what you're talking about. And yet, I can also show you that there's a different way to think, and there's a different way to live, and it's a lot calmer. Lionsgate Recovery. People in recovery, helping people find recovery. Howdy, Mr. Wildfire. What can I get you today? Well, I'll have a toasted woodshed shingle sandwich, the backyard dry brush salad, and an old gazebo sundae sprinkled with precious photos and family heirlooms. Anything to drink, sweet pea? Yeah, carelessly stored paint thinner. Knowing what wildfire likes to eat is half the battle. Visit firewise.org to find out how you can help make your home more defensible against wildfires. Firewise.org, a public service brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I don't need a whole lot of money. I don't need a big fine car. I got everything that a man could want. I got more than I could ask for. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show here on a Friday. You know I love Fridays. I it's like the best day of the week. It is. It it's is. The best day of it the is. Uh, I love it. It's not the best, but I love it. Like it, you know, it's it's just relaxing and it's fun. And and I've got John the Wheelman with me. Hey, Kate. Uh, all day today. I love having you here. And then, of course, we've got the great, fantastic Dr. Duke Pesta, who I'm loving because you know what? Usually, you're on a um, Monday, and we had a we had Labor Day, and so I welcome you. This is going to be so fun. It's like back to back Pesta. 
The pesta sandwich. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I, I love it. Pesta bookends. I love pesta sauce on my sandwiches. That's right. That's yeah. awesome. All right. So, oh, my gosh. Dr. Duke, you got to bring some sanity. Um, you do. you got to bring some sanity in. So we have the whole messing thing. Whoopi Goldberg was, was a surprise. We have Woody Allen in the news. I mean, it's just insane. And also, I want to people, tell people to go to your show, The Dr. Duke Show. And, by the way, on my uh, Kate Daly page, Page on Facebook, it plays live on Thursday nights. You can go to the page and watch it too. That's awesome. Awesome. Thank you for doing that. It's oh, uh, yeah. the Dr. Duke show is a, uh, uh, we think it's a very good podcast. It's the it only is. podcast of its kind dedicated to education issues mm-hmm. and it's absolutely free. So listen to it on Kate's channel or oh, anywhere you pick up free podcasts. Uh, we'll be able to do that. Fantastic. And I also want to get to the University of Alabama Dean of Students resigning, saying the American flag represents a systematic history mm-hmm. of racism. He obviously doesn't doesn't know history. <laughs> so, huh, where do we start? Oh, my gosh. Well, let's start with uh, here's where we should start. Uh, one of the things that really troubles me is that we're all being deflected by red flag laws and mm-hmm. the left's utter hypocrisy on guns. Uh, I saw a beautiful meme this week uh, uh, that kind of pilloried this red flag business. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's uh, uh, sort of the meme sort of said uh, automobiles kill 60,000 a year. Walmart stops selling car parts in <laughs> yes. protest. Jeez. Right? Jeez. Yes, I that's, saw about, that. that's about the logic uh-huh. of, of the anti-NRA left. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, while we're being distracted with the, the Second Amendment issues, which are important, don't get me wrong, meanwhile, the left is going nuts on the First Amendment. They're, you've mm. got Hollywood liberal progressives. You've got politicians now who are openly in defiance of, of basic free speech and association rights. I'm thinking particularly of Eric McCormick and uh, mm-hmm. Deborah Messing from mess. formerly mm-hmm. of, of, the, of Will and Grace, mm-hmm. who basically are calling for a new McCarthyism. And, and we've got to come up with another word. Uh, yes, we do. McCarthyism isn't the right word. McCarthy mm-hmm. turned out to be largely correct that communists had infiltrated yes. Hollywood. How do we know? Yeah. Well, McCormick and Messing is how you know. <laughs> yes. So, yes. so let's not slander the memory of Charles of, of, of Mr. McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what they're doing is there's a difference between what McCarthy suspected was happening, which turned out to be true, mm-hmm. and the way it was handled. Uh, and so that's the d- dichotomy here. And so now you have ho- uh, Hollywood, who is bringing back McCarthyism. And they, it was a big fundraiser for Donald Trump. And uh, they, they both demanded that any uh, in Hollywood, any conservative actors or screenwriters or gaffers or car parkers, any conservatives in Hollywood who show up for this fundraiser or donate to Donald Trump, we must have public knowledge of their names. They must be outed. They must be uh, uh, publicly shamed. And Mm -hmm. then we will band together as Hollywood and make sure they never work in this business again. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. I just could not believe that they were going there. Um, and I was, I was, I was shocked. Were you not shocked with Whoopi's statement, Goldberg? I was. I mean, yeah. and it wasn't just Whoopi Goldberg. There were others yes, as well. Yes, yes. Uh, even some middle of the road liberals who, who, and moderate Democrats who said that was a bridge too far. And so that was good. While that, that's really an important thing, I think that they did that. Uh, nevertheless, the fact mm-hmm. that um, you didn't see much condemnation outside of Whoopi Goldberg from from Hollywood. Yes. And I can't remember a single one of those 20 idiot Democrat candidates who actually c- condemned her for it mm-hmm. or, or him for either one of them. And so the uh, Kamala Harris's, the Cory Booker's, the Elizabeth Warren's, uh, the Bernie Sanders, they had nothing to say about that. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if 
it was some corporate conservatives of, of repute or of note who had called out the Association of Democrats, said, look, we need to find out who's supporting Bernie Sanders. We need to find out who's supporting Joe Biden. And we got to make sure that we, we no longer hire people or associate with other companies who do business that way. This would be an endless talking point for the left. Uh, the outrage machine, the mobbing machine would be in full force. And yet, uh, when you have these kinds of dangerous threats to freedom of speech and, more importantly, freedom of association, a, a large part of the progressive left just stays very quiet. Yeah, but Dr. Duke, look at uh, Chick-fil-A. I mean, mm -hmm. the best thing that ever happened to them is, what? When, is when they stood up. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and all and, of a sudden, the people we're going to boycott it, uh -huh. and their profits went up almost right. 100% That's in a month. That's true, but they still, the hit, I think it's the hit on the on the aspect of the First Amendment, right? I mean, it's well, the, the difference, no, the that, difference is, mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a great point, yeah. but the difference is, is that Chick-fil-A is wholly owned by private people. Yes. And so the cafes, as we know, they mm -hmm. don't discriminate against gay people. They support traditional marriage. Right. Yeah. They, they have hired gays. They have worked with gays. They serve gays and transsexuals who want to buy chicken sandwiches. The ownership of Chick-fil-A is calm, sober, Christian, and conservative. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, who is it that's in charge of Hollywood? Radical, lunatic, communist leftists. So if you're a conservative who happens to support Trump in Hollywood and you're outed for this, you're not going to be able to make movies and do what you do, according to McCormick and Messing. We are going to purge you. Chick-fil-A people never said we're going to purge gays. We just believe marriage between a man and a woman. The ownership of Hollywood is what bothers me. And that's where you have the extremism. Oh, amen to that. Um, I, and you're right about those hits. I mean, we have a severe, severe problem in America right now with this. And I, we have so many hits on so many things. People are fatigued. I, th I think we honestly are fatigued. We don't even know what to fight next because there's so yeah. many hits. But the freedom, the, the freedom of speech, you're exactly right on that. It's, yeah. I remember for the first time in my life the Obama administration, and it, it seemed like that was the time this, this new tactic mm -hmm. had sort of coalesced. Remember in the Obama administration, it was one new assault on American liberty every week. Right. Uh, and, and you didn't have time to even react to one where you, were, you had to find yourself fighting on a whole new front. And that level of radical change at a radical pace makes it almost impossible to keep up with. Obama's gone now, thank God. Mm -hmm. But you see it again from the left. And can you imagine what a presidency of any of these left-wing Democrat candidates would be like? I mean, the things they're <laughs> saying they're going to do on the first day, right? right, right. We're going to, to kill the coal industry. Uh -huh. We're going to uh, force transgender pronouns into the schools. We are going to tax trillions and trillions of dollars to pay for our radical kooky climate change. We're going to mm -hmm. cut the meat industry out. We're going to, I mean, it's just staggering the things that all of these candidates, and, and where is the Democrat candidate on the left? And there's mm -hmm. 20 of them. Right. Where is the single Democrat candidate who is pushing back on any of this nonsense? Yeah. Well, that one guy did. What? Uh, <coughs> the very first debate, he brought out and said, this doesn't make sense. You can't do this. I forget his name, but he's gone. He's, he, he was... He was pushed. I, 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 mm -hmm. The name's on the tip of my tongue. Oh. Andrew Yang, maybe? Yeah, yes, yes. Right, and, they, right. and they literally tore him apart like wolves on a wounded sheep. You know, they and all the just... funny thing was is that after that first debate, he didn't say it again. He, was, he, was, oh, he, no, he, was he continued to campaign. Uh, he didn't make the stage for this upcoming one, but he still hasn't dropped out of the race yet. But his, his, ever since he got excoriated that way, same thing happened for Marianne Williamson. Mm -hmm. She yes. tried to push back a little bit, right? right? right. Yeah. Uh, but got such hatred from the left that you don't hear her say it anymore.
But you know what? They just we, we kind of consider okay, political people are mm-hmm, targets. Mm-hmm. But what's really bothering me now is people that are comedians uh-huh. that are supposed to push the envelope. Right. Well, they can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. They yeah. literally will lose their career. Right. I mean, and, well, it depends you, on what they say. Are, are you <laughs> talking about uh, Dave Chappelle? Yes. I'm um, talking. And I, I, mean, I watched last night uh-huh. his set. How'd you like and, that? How'd you like that when he's yeah, like, "Duh, I, you good. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Doctor Pesta. Oh, you were watching. No, no. His I set? just was going to say, I, 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 it was disturbing to me. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's a comic genius, and yeah. and I guess. Uh, um, uh, Dennis Miller came out on his podcast yesterday and said, rightfully said, that, that Dave Chappelle has to be one of the top 10 comedians yeah. in the history of the modern comedia, comedic mode. And I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I was singularly impressed with his set and the, the bravery at, with which Dave Chappelle just kept attacking the left and particularly what he called hysterically the alphabet people. <laughs> right. At one point, he yeah. said that uh, you know, these alphabet people he's talking about, of course, LGBTQ, mm-hmm. they've appropriated 20 percent of the alphabet just for themselves. And he ripped them. And it was it was refreshing because co- if comedy is about one thing, mm-hmm. it's well, two things, speech and truth. Right. 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 Uh, comedy is is truth using speech, using speech and humor to expose painful truths. Mm-hmm. And for far too long in this country, uh, the left has refuse to allow us to use that kind of humor against them. The left has labeled any humor uh, directed at minorities or women or um, alternative sexualities that they have successfully over the last four or five years dubbed that hate speech to see somebody with his bona fides. Right. He's Mm -hmm. he's he's black. He is black. He is outspoken. He is uh, his politics are pretty liberal Mm -hmm. for him. He he is the the number one comedic voice in the world today, I think. And for him to get out there and just rip uh, left-wing pieties like that. He ripped on conservatives too. Mm-hmm. Ripped on a lot of white guys. Everybody, yeah. but yeah. boy, but everybody does that. You're right. But to see him go after the left that way, and the way that the left reacts. Let me just throw this out there. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, the review site. Ninety-nine mm-hmm. percent uh, of average fans loved it. The people loved it. Ninety-nine percent. Right. It has less than a thirty percent rating from the critics. The left <laughs> Why am critics. Why am I surprised? Oh, yeah. That oh. tells you everything you need to know. It really does because you know the people are recognizing. You know what? We all feel this way, and you're voicing it. And thank you. And humor can do more than I think we even realize. And I wish we would use it more on the right to to really turn what the left is doing um, out and and put it in the open. The the level of hypocrisy that it's reached in every else this really highlights the mm-hmm. difference on the left and the right with regards to speech right. the left considers any humorous attack of them to, they've, they've successfully branded it hate speech uh, people like Jerry Seinfeld and Chris Rock a Jewish male and a black male they both refuse to ever do another comic set on a university campus. They said, you just, there's just no sense of humor there. There was an Indian American comic about six months ago, I can't think of his name, who literally was re- removed from the stage because he dared to challenge certain leftist pieties. And it, it, only somebody with as big a megaphone and as big a platform as Chappelle, only somebody of that magnitude could have done what he did and lived to tell about it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Career-wise. <laughs> yeah, but you look at somebody yes. like Jerry Seinfeld, and 
you could swing on him and he would just duck and cover. But Chappelle looks like he'd knock you out. That's <laughs> yeah, why I don't think they, they don't look really go after him. I just but, love it being voiced at but, all. We don't have any voices out there. But the biggest test is how mm-hmm. his career is going to do in the next six months to a year. Mm-hmm. If you well, don't hear I think from him, judging right? from the audience response, he, yeah. th- there were a bunch of black and white people. There was a bunch of progressive people. This was downtown Atlanta. And um, – Chappelle himself was mocking Atlanta. At one point, he said he, he did an he did an impression, if you remember, right? Yeah, His impression the very beginning. Was, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, in which he said, "Who are the most intolerant? Who are the ones that want to kill you?" And they were waiting for like Trump or somebody. And he said, "No, it's you. Um, beep beep beep. It's yeah. you. It's you people. Wow. You are the hardest beep beep yeah. beeps to entertain because oh you want to tear God. down anybody who crosses the line. Comedy." crosses a line that's what it's there for oh yeah. i love him you know i was it's funny that you guys would even mention him because i was actually watching a special of his last uh last weekend on a saturday night and i just thought it was hysterical i loved it be right back on the kate daly show more with uh, john the wheelman and dr duke pesta don't go anywhere How would you like to participate in stock market gains with zero risk? Join Lyle Boss of Boss Financial, Friday afternoons at 5. On St. George News Radio, 1450. Have you been struggling with erectile dysfunction? Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. There is now a breakthrough and long-lasting fix for erectile dysfunction that does not require medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right, no more pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, exactly what you need more of if you have ED. With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes, and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000. When you donate plasma at BioLife, it adds up. The cash you'll earn from your time donating plasma adds up for the things you want and the things you need. And your plasma donations can add up over time to create life-changing medicine for people with rare diseases. See for yourself. New donors can earn up to $400 in their first month donating plasma at BioLife. Visit BioLifeAddsUp.com to get the new donor coupon today. The Platinum Program is back. Doc Utah once again lights up St. George, September 2nd through the 7th, celebrating 10 years of bringing documentaries from all over the world with subjects touching us all in different ways with laughter and tears and opens our eyes to the world. 65 films from 30 countries. Frank Sinatra was Mr. Palm Springs for 36 years. This was such an enclave for celebrities. The perfect retreat. All of the actors and writers and producers. Built New York, New York for JFK. JFK decided not to stay there. The real innovators of Silicon Valley. In 1990, there was no digital telecommunications industry. It did not exist. There were no digital cell phones. There was no World Wide Web. General Magic creates what happens after the personal computer. So much of what came out of General Magic is the foundation of everything we take for granted today. Tickets at DocUtah.com. 
A lot of people don't realize that you can have a beautiful funeral and still choose cremation. Affordable funeral services in southern Utah can help you with both. By pre-planning your services, you can make your wishes known and give your family the opportunity for closure. Hi, this is Brian at Affordable Funeral Services in Cedar City. Call me today and see that there is a difference. 435-586-3456. Or find us online at affordablefuneralservices.com and look for the candle. My name is Dr. Terry Sellers. I've been in recovery for 16 years, and I work for Lionsgate Recovery. I just lost that connection to people. I lost that connection to a higher power. I lost the connection to my family. I'd come home and go lay down because I was high. Well, there's some great parts of sobriety. I mean, my relationship with my family is a lot better. I've been there. I know what you're talking about. And yet, I can also show you that there's a different way to think, and there's a different way to live, and it's a lot calmer. Lionsgate Recovery. People in recovery, helping people find recovery. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. My skin's a little better and a little more energy. It's all around. It's pretty good stuff. I mean, I'm very skeptical about things, and when I do get something, it better be good or else I won't get it. So if I'm sticking with you this long, that means it's working. I've had a couple of times where I thought I was going to get a cold or the flu or something, and then a day or two later, I'm fine. I never really got sick the whole time that I've been taking Balance of Nature, so it's keeping me healthy. So I'm just going to continue it. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Call or go online now and become a preferred customer, which gives you our best pricing and free shipping. And after your third month, we will ship to you at no charge an additional set of fruits and veggies. This will be a limited time offer, so don't wait. Call 800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code CANYON. There's a resort called Give Kids the World where children with life-threatening illnesses can fill their week with pure joy. Kids and their families indulge in simple pleasures like swimming, visiting local Orlando theme parks, and eating unlimited ice cream, all for free. Call 800-995-KIDS or visit the Give Kids the World website at gktw.org and help give them a time to remember. Brought to you by Give Kids the World and the Ad Council. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. They did a bad, bad thing. 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 You ever loved someone so much you thought your little heart was going to break into? Oh, I love this. I didn't think so. You Hold on. Try with all your heart and soul to get your love back uh, to you. Baby did a bad, bad thing. <laughs> all right, Chris Isaac, remember him? Oh, my gosh, yeah. way back machine. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. So glad that you're tuned in today because uh, I've got a special treat. I have John, John the Wheelman who Hello. visits the show occasionally and so funny. And then I've got Dr. Duke Pesta. Same thing. I never know what's going to come rolling out of Dr. Pesta's mouth either. It's awesome. That's all I have to say. Because you know what? It's, it's just being real and it's calling it out. And I love that Dr. Duke Pesta will do this because this is how his show is too. Check out his show, Doctor the Dr. Duke Show, because it's it's about calling it out and giving a voice to it. And this is why Dave Chappelle is so popular right now. It's those people that are that are voicing what everybody's thinking and afraid to say because of the political correctness that has emerged from the left for so long and put you know baby in the corner, put us in a box. And I think we're tired of it, aren't we? 
Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Dr. Yeah. Pesta? I think, I think the country's getting tired of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, Chappelle, what Chappelle has always been, whatever you think of him, and, and let me just tell your listeners, by the way, um, if you don't know Dave Chappelle, Chappelle be very careful oh, yeah. be- be- <laughs> before you listen to this because it is vulgar in extremists. I mean, mm-hmm. his riff on Michael Jackson and yeah. pedophilia I, my jaw just dropped. <laughs> yeah. I laughed so hard. I'm well, sorry. It's bad. It was it's bad. bad. It, it was is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> but why we why I think we all we all agree that this is a huge cultural turning point. Chappelle has always been profoundly acutely aware of hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. And what I think people love him for is he is one of the few comedians in the modern era who can see hypocrisy on the left just as we all do. Mm -hmm. Uh, He calls out right-wing hypocrisy very, very devastatingly, but he goes after the left, he goes after black people, he goes after the alphabet people. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason so many of us are cheering is when you have a cultural icon like him. I mean, to me, he is exactly the opposite of what Taylor Swift is. Now you think about that little pop diva and and because her uh, all of a sudden she decides she wants to get into Hollywood, do movies. Suddenly she's she found herself woke last year. Mm-hmm. And now every other word out of her mouth is platitudinous liberal talking points. It's yeah. the opposite of courage. It's cowardice pandering to little preteens at the VMA Awards about global warming and and gay rights it, it is the softest of softballs. It's the softest of targets she could have picked. It is the most utterly conformist thing that that little coward could have done. Done. Mm-hmm. And, and she has nothing to lose in her pasty white bread pop culture world. <laughs> Chappelle, on the other hand, he, he, Chappelle is he's putting his neck on the line. He's standing before a group of primarily black progressives in Atlanta, and he's calling them Emmer Effers, and yes. he's calling them cowards, and he's, he's challenging them to stop buying the Democrat plantation argument with regards to race, class, and gender ideology. It was a really fabulous performance. It was, yeah. if you could take out the F words. But I've yes. got a, I got a question for you, Dr. Duke. Um, my favorite comedian, God rest his soul, was Robin Williams. And he mm-hmm. used to be able to portray a homosexual to no end, like he thought he was. And mm-hmm. like he did the movie with the birdcage, which is, had a gay flair all the way through it. Mm-hmm. If he did that same comedy nowadays, I think he would be attacked. Because it's offensive well, we reached, to, you know, go uh, ahead. I think, John, I think you're exactly right. I mean, we, we have a situation now where a world-class acclaimed actress like Scarlett Johansson, who is doctrinarily left-wing, she is called out because she dared to consider taking the part of a gay woman or a, or a disabled person in a movie. Uh, you, we've reached the point now, I think you're right, the kind of comedy, the brilliant comedy, that both Chappelle, and I think I, her, Robin Williams has a lot in common, um, uh, there are a lot of comics like that. That if you go back, I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure Don Rickles could get get away oh, with his geez, kind of I comedy him. anymore. I loved him. Um, yeah, right. I did too. Um, and so, you're right. And I, I, uh, Williams, Williams could not do the kind of movies, the mo- the roles that he did, and he couldn't do the kind of stand up he did. He 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 used to do. He couldn't be able to do it today. And I think some of um, Williams's own psychological problems as a, were a result of the changing times. It's hard being, you know, it, everybody's pointed out, many biographies have been written about comedians, and the funny man is always the one who's got the deepest problems, right? Mm-hmm. Very often, uh, the ones who make us laugh have the deepest traumas. And we know that was certainly true for Robin Williams. But Chappelle somehow manages, seems to manage to keep it together. What I was also blown away by in, in P- Chappelle's performance, how obviously tired 
and weary he was hmm. of of trying to uphold. Uh, I, I'm not saying he's some great champion of the First right. Amendment, but but in the realm of comedy, he was perhaps the only one left standing who is, I already mentioned how Seinfeld and Chris Rock just run away from the problem, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we're not going to do these. We're not going to go to college campus. We're not going to subject ourselves. We're not going to do these kind of specials anymore. But, but it's as if the weight of comedy, defending comedy, and, and the kind of comedy that offends people, offends people of all different characters and stripes, that is perhaps the purest form of free speech. My speech to completely rip into you and what you stand for. Uh, that's why comedy is like the canary in the coal mine. And, and the canary is half dead. And, and what, what he single-handedly did, and this is a, a disgusting metaphor, it's all I can think of, he's giving mouth to mouth to that dying canary mm. all right, to, to try to pump up the idea that if comedy, if comedians are handcuffed by political correctness, then none of us, none of us are going to be free to say what needs to be said when it has to be said. Oh, That's well said man. right there. And so true. Yeah. And uh, and that really is. It's like one of the best uses of, of comedy is to point this kind of stuff out. Because, you know, I, I've noticed that people, they'll turn off if if it's just kind of kind of given to them straight, but in use of comedy, they'll listen. And so that's like the last bastion of it as well, because we get we get fatigued. We get a little fatigued at all the, the hits we're taking on liberty and freedom and, and all of these things. And so you get a little tired, you stop listening, but if somebody can make you laugh, you will listen like no other. I mean, that is oh, yeah. really the medium. That's like the last bastion. And I think it's even worse than just censorship. Mm -hmm. The progressive left has convinced the world that conservative humor is hate speech. Twitter and Facebook are all on board with this, right? But you look at the kind of nasty slurs that so-called left-wing comics and funny guys and funny girls can say. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, if, if you think about what Joy Behar has said, you think about what Sarah Silverman has said, you think about Kathy Griffin with her beheaded Donald Trump. I didn't think that she should have been censored for doing what she did. Uh, I think it was perfectly fine that she lost all her gigs. You did something, mm -hmm. you used your free speech, and people decided they didn't want to hire you. There was you. a That's consequence, fair. right? So you get the consequence. That's fair. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. But I don't think she should have been censored or had that picture removed. I mean, because in a way, that's a weird kind of, of, of speech in its own right. Mm -hmm. And so, but I think uh, what the left is able to do is they've weaponized comedy. And the funny thing about the leftist comedians, they're not funny. Right. They're not. They're not funny. All right? None of these guys are funny. They're, they, they don't make you laugh. It, it's, it's wincing humor, right? Mm -hmm. um, name one left-wing comedian who you can watch and enjoy in spite of his or her comics uh, politics. I can't think of anybody. Yeah. But then along came Dave Chappelle. And his social bona fides were on display, his progressive bona fides were on, on display mm -hmm. in his new special. But boy, did he pillory the sanctimony and the hypocrisy and the cowardice uh, of the left on these issues. And so it was just a joy to behold. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I have been uh, like you. I, I but you know, this the, the news this week, it's been interesting to watch people use the humor they've been using. This is why like Babylon B, kind of like the onion Babylon, uh, the onions a little bit more leftist. The Babylon B kind of, you know, goes <coughs> towards more of those conservative things in parody. And I thought, you know, what a great way to bring more attention is is more parody sites like that. M drawing out the hypocrisy, more comedians like Dave Chappelle. If if we could 
kind of arm ourselves with this type of thing, maybe that'll finally reach the people that we haven't been able to reach. Because how, when they can do it with humor, especially with the Walmart thing that you let out with in this in, in this hour, uh, uh, Duke, is that my gosh, what a great way everybody was sharing that because it was brilliant, it was fantastic, and it was to the point, and it was literally a sentence. Yeah, and I mentioned the before that. I mentioned before that comedy was on life support and Mm -hmm. the first part of comedy to to die under fascism. And this is kind of a, I believe the left is engaging in a kind of Mm neo-fascism with regards to free speech, with regards to gun rights, with with regards to denying biology. And so the first part of free speech in comedy to die is satire, right? Yes. Satire goes first. And you mentioned the Babylon Bee. Mm -hmm. The the, the Onion has never been fact-checked by PolitiFact, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the politi- because it's That's a, a progressive point, yeah. site, you said they're more left-wing. Mm-hmm. Their satire is never challenged. But Babylon B had to fight for its life mm-hmm. as PolitiFact and, and Southern Poverty Law Center and some of these other fact-checking groups on the left deemed that their satire was actually not humor but fake news, and therefore they should be banned. And so uh, the Babylon Bee hired a lawyer, they pushed back, and they, they held temporarily the progressive left at bay. But that gives you a sense of the, the unlevel feel, uh, playing field we're dealing with. Oh, amen. And, you, you know, if you really look at this big picture, we didn't have this kind of humor. I mean, to this to this extent, probably uh, 100 years ago. Right. And as we have lost our truth, as we have lost that, we, we don't have any media truth anymore. Mainstream media. Anyway, we don't have mainstream media truth. We've been lied to a lot the last 100 years. It's kind of interesting how the, the satire kind of got, it has to go for the jugular now because oh, yeah. that, there's nothing left. So. Right, and if this if this holds, Eddie mm-hmm. Murphy cannot be Eddie Murphy. Uh, mm-hmm. Richard Pryor, Carlin cannot be Carlin. Heck, even Jonathan Winters couldn't be Jonathan Jonathan Winters in this day and age. Right. I mean, uh, the only comedians that we're going to allow are left wing talking head puppets like uh, sitcom comedians, people mm. like McCormick and Messing. Ooh. Right. Yeah. And the only reason that people watch their show is not for the humor uh-huh. was the social progressive politics of mainstreaming homosexuality. Oh, yeah, 100. that's true. It's but, so true, 100%. But, Dr. Duke, there's another one out there that got kind of slaughtered through the Me Too movement, and that was Louis C.K. Yeah. He used to, he used to bring— He's very liberal. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but he used to he used yeah. to push the envelope both sides to the point where people are very uncomfortable. But now mm-hmm. he's gone. He's silenced. They, well, yeah. you know, did you hear Chappelle's defense of him in his set? I didn't. I, I, yeah. I, my oh. wife made me turn it off. I couldn't take that many efforts. No, no. When you get home tonight, just YouTube um, Chappelle and Louis C.K. He will. actually did a rousing defense of him, which was st- stunning in its accuracy. Again, it's a little too blue for me to give you a summary here on the radio. <laughs> but right. ch- but check, out, check out. He also def- he defended Kevin Hart and he defended uh, Louis C.K. in really, really adamant terms. I think if you go watch that, you'll be really impressed with it. Yeah, George Carlin is another one where he's so liberal. We didn't have any politics in common, truly, but he actually outed a lot that was going on that I appreciated. So it was nice to hear, you know, the outing. What I love about about comedy, you just hit on that, Kate. Mm -hmm. What you just said is right. Real comedians tell the truth about human beings, Uh. not the truth about liberals or conservatives, Mm -hmm. not the truth about Democrats or Republicans or social justice warriors or, or real comedy starts first with what we all have in common. Laughing at ourselves. 
Mm, yeah, yeah, laughing at our, laughing at us, laughing yeah. at human behavior, what we do and why we do it, and uh, right. uh, and you gotta love it. And we, I think, uh, you know, if there's a way to go about it, then then this is definitely it. I'll never forget the the two guys, and I did a whole show on this, but the two guys that went into the court system, they were they were finding themselves very oppressed in a European country, and uh, they decided to go in, and and they were being put in prison um, if they didn't want to do selective service. You know, they had to be, they were being put in prison. Well, they wouldn't call it prison. They went into a mock court. So what they did was they um, impersonated a prosecutor and, and and even went overboard. Like, this person needs to go to prison for life, you know, because the prosecution wouldn't even come out of their office. They just would sit up in the middle of the hall while this was all going on. And, and what they did was they drew attention to the fact that their judicial system was corrupt, that the prosecutors weren't even in court, and that people were given prison terms for this, okay? And they brought attention because they exaggerated, went over, drew it out through comedy. And then all of a sudden, the newspapers would clamor to get an interview with these two guys. And they ended up changing the system. The uh, the judge actually was so mortified and embarrassed that he um, actually uh, stepped down because the judge was like, you know, the judge went along with the charade and didn't even question this 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 kid impersonating this prosecutor. And I thought, you know, nothing else. They couldn't get attention any other way. They could only do it through humor and and going overboard and exaggerating and making sure that they were drawing attention to it that way. So I really think you're you know, this this segment of the show is awesome because I think it's drawing attention to comedy to humor we're going to have to pay attention to this and and think about it free nations republics mm-hmm. and democracies produce comedians yeah. name one funny nazi <laughs> name one fu- name so one funny true. soviet yeah name one funny democrat presidential candidate running this year oh man so true yeah the oh, produ- well the yeah. show the producers there's a funny nazi well, <laughs> mocking him uh thank you so much dr duke pesta check out his show and it's even on my uh, the kate daly show page as well uh on thursday nights after after my show he comes on on the on the page on facebook thank you so much You're thanks awesome. guys very thank much. good you. talking to you all right we'll be right back don't miss this next hour we're going to talk about some things in the news and uh oh geez there's so much we'll be right back we'll be right back out of a garage and over at garage doors only we make sure your garage doors are in the best possible working order we service repair and install garage doors and openers give us a call at 435-868-1200 or come see us at our showroom at 689 north bluff check out our reviews by googling garage doors only and let's make great things happen in your garage this year Don't miss Financial Strategies, Saturday at noon on St. George News Radio, 1450 AM and 93.1 FM. Financial Strategies, hosted by Trevor Carlson, will introduce you to the products and professionals that will provide you with the best strategies and tools to live more abundantly. Tune in every Saturday at noon to Financial Strategies, right here on St. George News Radio, 1450 AM and 93.1 FM. Financial Strategies. Thoughtful discussion. This is the Loving Liberty Radio Network. 